everybody. Let me get my camera set here. Uh, hopefully I don't lose you guys. We have a lot of winds today. I don't know what's going on outside. Hello everybody. <clears throat> Thank you for joining Lori Haywood Mains. You are in Michigan. Thank you for joining the window and tapping on. Um, I am a Bible teacher. I do 15-minute live broadcasts uh, Monday through Friday. And we are on part four of fear uh, versus love or love versus fear. But I just want to mention that today is March 8th. Uh, yay. Uh, it's Wednesday. And you're in Michigan, what, which is what I said uh, a minute ago. And um, also, I just want to quickly introduce a website um, that my husband and I have. It is uh, Lori Haywood uh, hyphen mains.com and all these broadcasts are on let's see if I can get that adjusted all these broadcasts are on um, that website under watch um, I also uh, sell my books that I publish on there and I also um, have um, devotional um, uh, writings on there my husband has a blog site and um, we have all kinds of things we're doing, but that's not why, why we're here today. We are here to talk about the Word of God. And um, let's see, it is 1217. I try to stay as close as I can um, with the intro and the ending of 15 minutes. Okay, so what I want to tell you is the gospel, Jesus Christ came and gave us the gospel. The gospel is the good news. And that means you can have eternal life. But in this world, in this time, you can have health, wealth, life, peace, and uh, power, and a sound mind. That is what the trade-off is, is when you, if you're not a Christian, and you're wondering what all this Christianity stuff's about, that's a, gl uh, that's a little um, glance into that window that when you trade off your life and you give your life and ask Jesus Christ to come in as your personal Savior, what you are giving up is death and what you are gaining is life. Now, when you, when you um, refuse to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, what you are really doing is um, you're kind of just putting a shovel uh, to your own grave, actually. Um, and you're, you're beating the ground um, and you're um, living this life um, without Him, which is um, hard. It's very hard to do. Um, you probably, you know, some of you may say, yeah, I'd really had a hard, rough life. Well, for you, you know what I'm talking about. But for some others, you may say, no, it's not really that hard. But yes, it really is because you're not living my life. So you don't know the tranquility, um, the peace, and the joy. Um, and uh, the, 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 one of the key things is uh, having power over uh, and having a sound mind. Um, those are the things I absolutely know you do not have because you cannot have it unless you are linked into the Spirit of God. So you may be, be, be pretending that you have it, but you don't know what peace is. Now, um, what I'm saying is, is Christians, if you're not a Christian, uh, we go through things in this world. We have um, heartache. We have hardships. We have things attack our life. But what I'm also telling you is that when you're a Christian and you go through the battles as the world, 
the way a Christian that is close to the Holy Spirit goes through it is vastly different than the way that uh, people without God go through it. And um, there's where the love, power, and a sound mind is key to living in this world with God opposed to living this world with stuff without God. So those are completely um, two different uh, um avenues with God without God and I for one got saved in 1987 and when I received the Lord the only question I had is what do I have do I was one of the questions what do I have to give up no um what my question was was why didn't I do this sooner that's the question you're going to have it's not should I or shouldn't I it is why didn't I do this sooner your eyes are opened and you realize that you could have all the stuff, all the material stuff in the world. God created it all for you. He created it all for me. He doesn't need it. He's God. He created it for man. But he And he wants you to have it. But he wants you to have it with a sound mind. He wants you to have it with good health. He wants you to have it with peace and joy. See? And there's a big difference. So, um... Anyway, let's move on to the word today, and we are, we've been on, we're on the four, third part, actually I did part four yesterday, we are in the third part of um, fear uh, versus love, love versus fear, and the Holy Spirit is taking it many different ways because fear um, manifests um, in our life about, you know, probably a hundred thousand different ways, so, you know, this is a, a, a eternal subject. And um, so I'm just giving you glimpses every day into um, little avenues of how the spirit of fear works and how the spirit of love works. Uh, but this could literally, this conversation is an eternal conversation because you're talking about a spirit being of evil and you're talking about Almighty God, which is all love. There is no evil in him. Therefore, he cannot tempt you with evil or he cannot put sickness on you. Uh, that is uh, biblical, and it is uh, simply the truth. Um, so let's just move right into um, the spirit of um, love. By the way, I want to let you guys know that if I don't open up with prayers, because I always spend a half hour before I come on and I pray, um, but I always end with prayer just in case somebody um, wants to know that. And I also have references. If you ever want to know who's backing me up behind me, my foundation, the, pe my, the people that I, um, uh, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? associate with in, in, in my world, um, email me at lauriehaywood-mains.com. Those are questions you can ask, and I'll, I'll be certain, um, I would be more than happy to let you know because if I were you on the other side I may want to know some of that stuff so I get it I understand okay so let's look at quickly we have just a few minutes left um, 1 Corinthians 13 4 8 um, I'm going to try to stay in the screen here um, love is patient love is kind it doesn't envy it doesn't boast it isn't proud it doesn't dishonor others and it's not self-seeking it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects. Hear that? Always protects. I'm not going to go there, but that's what God does, see? Always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. 
but we're okay and that's we're going to stop right there okay so yesterday the holy spirit focused on love is not uh, self-seeking now <clears throat> quick background <clears throat> for uh, unbelievers uh, this scripture was not put in the bible so that you uh excuse me you become a christian and then um, we uh, become these uh, super, um, like Wally Cox kind of individuals. Like we are a bunch of little Wally Cox running around the earth because now we're Christians. And um, <clears throat> um, so what I'm trying to tell you guys is if you're not saved and you hear this stuff and you think, oh my gosh, that sounds cheesy. It sounds like, you know, you're Wally Cox, you're not John Wayne, um, and you like that big, you know, uh, tough Avenue. Well, I want to tell you something that it takes a tremendous amount of power to be a son and daughter of God. And if you like to be tough, come on over to our side and you're going to see what tough really is. Um, you got, I, well, I better stop. Okay. So let's move on. So, so this whole, um, scripture, love is patient, love is kind is not for weak people. It's not so that we can be weak, that we can be cheesy, that we can be perfect, that we can be cute. That's not what that's there for. The reason why that's in the Word of God is because God is always, and I mean always, always trying to get something over to us, to me, to you, for protection he's trying to protect you and he's trying to protect me from who from the enemy who is the enemy Satan Lucifer the fallen angel that was kicked out of heaven by Michael the Archangel it's all in the New Testament you guys read the book of Revelation about that part um, so so we have a force of evil in this world and open up your eyes and look around. That's why the Middle East is going nuts. It's a spiritual battle to begin with. That's why the world is going nuts. It's falling apart like a uh, $2 watch. And um, I heard somebody say that. I always like that. Um, the world is literally falling apart like a $2 watch. The sons and daughters of God are going to hold this thing together. So there is an evil force in the world. And it's the God of this world, little God fallen angel, Satan. He used to have domain here. He doesn't anymore. But for the ones that don't know that, he's still running around acting like he's he's got authority here. But when you receive Jesus Christ into your life, in the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, speak in tongues, you have been given power to drive him off. And a child could do it. So it's not about how many years you're saved or how old you are. This is about the name of Jesus. But let's get back to what the Holy Spirit wanted to talk about today. So what I was, what, the reason why I was going off on that is because I'm trying to give you guys a picture that the Word of God is for, for powerful people. And I, myself, am very proud to be one of those people. We have power. God said, um, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but I've given you love, power, and a sound mind. That is huge, especially today. What are people losing today? They're losing control. They're losing power over their life. Everybody's fighting for power, 
but they have none. And so when you get saved and born again and get spirit filled, get that premium gas, and now you have power. You have the power and the choice to, to run your life the way you want to run it. This is what God is trying to get to you. I've got it, and I'm developing it, and I have been for years. But he's trying to get it to you, and he's using me to tell you that he didn't give you the spirit of fear. He didn't give you anxiety. He didn't give you panic attacks. He didn't give you cancer. He didn't give you poverty. He didn't give you the spirit of fear. No, he sent Jesus to give you love, power, and a sound mind so that you, you alone, all by yourself, you don't need a team of people. It's nice, but you don't have to have that. You and him alone are enough to have power, health, wealth, love, peace, all of gentleness, kindness, self-control. See, this isn't cute stuff. This is for strong people. But what the one that he wants me to focus on today is love does not dishonor others. Yesterday was about me, myself, and I. The big me, myself, and I. But today... Quickly, 922, um, he wants to talk about how love, love, love is God, God is love. It's not an emotion, it is a spirit being. It does move through our emotions, but it is a spiritual being, which is God. So, uh, love does not dishonor others. Now, you know, what? what is that saying? Well, why? Why does God not dishonor others why does he not want us to dishonor others is it so that again we can be wally cox uh or you know what have you is it you know to be a perfect little christian no the reason why he doesn't want you to dishonor is because you're messing with the principles of the spirit of fear see when you don't give honor to a fellow human being now listen, I'm not saying that you're going to like everybody. I'm not even, uh, you know, the Word of God says love your brother. But, you know, there are diff there are personality conflicts. That is okay. You know, I, we go through all kinds of assessments at my church uh, in a class that I take. And, you know, we're assessing that I'm this and I'm that and they're this and that. that and we can kind of see the conflict of, of why we think differently and maybe the 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 assessment's a color assessment. The blues don't match with the golds and so forth. That That's because of the way we're built. Mind, will, and emotions, our thinking, our perceptions, and how we do things. We all do it differently. But that's, that's you know, not, you know, um, not liking everyone is different than um, dishonor. Um, you love your brother. And the reason why is because if you are not engaging in a daily route of um, asking the Holy Spirit to give you the capacity to love your brother because this flesh wants to get in the way. This personality of mine wants to get in the way. It wants to have its own its own way. It wants to have tantrums sometimes and, you know, my own rights, the way I want to think about somebody. Well, I have the right. After all, they did this. No, I really don't have the right, especially when you get saved. You don't have the right to turn around and dishonor human beings, period. Um, does that mean we let them run over us? Does that mean we let them do harm to us? No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about honor. So um, I'm, I'm going to give you, for instance, um, let's say um, 
let's say uh, you have uh, a person over here that is a landlord and you have a person over here that is a tenant and we all know how that goes in the world that can be a pretty rough relationship well what what God is saying is that um, the the that no matter what the tenant does to that home because they can tear up homes um, you know they have to pay they have to pay for the damage they've done they have to pay to live there they have there's a price to be in that house because it's owned by this landlord but on the same token when that tenant violates the rules they will be penalized and they will be held accountable to the damages or to anything that they're not doing with, with the contract that they said they would do but that does not give the right for this landlord to dishonor that human being to disrespect that human being okay see the difference what I'm saying is that the landlord has the right to demand you know payment for the damages or has the right to demand you know uh, the rent money to live there and, and so forth and so on but 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 what God is saying is that this human being does not have a right to dishonor this human being or vice versa so what I'm trying to tell you is that uh, dishonoring a human being, uh, degrading another human being, uh, degrading, not respecting another human being, dishonoring, not respecting, degrading, hitting them where you know you shouldn't hit them with words and uh, uh, your how you how you look at them, how you judge them, is what God calls dishonor. And he's saying, uh, it, it, love does not dishonor. Okay, so now let me flip this real quick. God, God Almighty. Uh, all right, let me backtrack. So we're sitting here thinking, oh yeah, right. You know, I, I don't think so. I, I am a landlord, and I, the, you know, I know what things I, I did have the right. Well, okay. So let's give you a wider uh, lens on that subject. So now you have God, who is all love. And he knows all things. He is omnipresent. He is Alpha and he is Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He is the eye in the sky. He sees everything. And the word of God says he not only sees everything, but he can split the spirit, the soul, and the thoughts, and the intents like that. Sharper than a two-edged sword. He knows every thought. And he knows what's behind that thought. And he can split that thing because of his uh, uh, power, his eye, who he is. He's all love. Okay, so now with this perspective, when God sits and he, and he is resting, because uh, no one's challenging him, believe me. While he's looking upon you, what is he seeing you do in your life? Well, how, what have you done in your life? From, from the time you can remember to the time of today, what does God see you doing? How much have you violated? What, what have you allowed to roll around in your brain? What have you allowed to your eye to see? What have you allowed your ears to hear? What have you allowed your mouth to eat? What have you allowed to happen in bed? What have you allowed? What have you allowed with drugs? What have you allowed with alcohol? What have you done with your credit cards? What have you done with your money? What have you done on your job? What haven't you done on your job? And guess what? 
God doesn't dishonor you. He's all love. Now, are you going to pay a price for all that stuff? If you, you know, yeah, you know, addictions one, uh, getting fired another, and going to the death another. But what I'm saying is, I'm not judging you. I believe me, we're all people. I'm not here to judge you. But what I'm trying to give you an understanding of is why God says uh, love doesn't dishonor. He sees it all, knows it all, everything, and he loves you. He respects you, and he doesn't dishonor you. Doesn't mean that you know if you're not saved, you're not you're not going to go to heaven. I mean, if you're not saved, you won't go to heaven. He loves you anyway. He honors you anyway, and he respects your decision. So, the reason why is because he's all love. So he says, love does not dishonor. So when you dishonor another human being, I'm not talking about making them they got to pay the rent they got to clean up the damages whatever but what i'm telling you is when you disrespect another human being and when you dishonor another human being you are messing with with uh god's human being first of all and second of all you've opened up a door for the spirit of fear to start manifesting in your life that's the reason why he doesn't want you to dishonor another human being it's not it's not so that he can feel good about you he, he loves you. He respects you. He honors you. We just went over that. It's because when you dishonor another human being, you are opening up the door to Satan. And now you are letting pride come in. And pride we talked about about two or three weeks ago. The manifestation of pride is a very dangerous door to open up. It is one of the doors that I am the most concerned about in my life. Because pride opens up uh, so many issues within our life. And, it, and pride uh, will take you to your knees. You will destroy yourself if you allow pride to manifest at its completion. So I'm out of time. I can't go on anymore. I feel like I'm leaving right in the middle of this. But if the Holy Spirit wants to talk about it more tomorrow, uh, we will. Um, we have two more days of this week. So listen, um, stay tuned. I'll be back tomorrow. Let's pray real quick. All right, Father God, I just thank you in Jesus' name for these people that you've sent on this window, Lord. It's your word. It's what you want spoken. The uh, It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. It's your anointing that destroys the yoke. I call every man, woman, and child into the kingdom of God. I thank you for everyone that tapped onto this window. You had them tap on, Lord. It's your word and your love and your power and your freedom. I call them saved. I call them healed. I call them delivered. I call, command the blinders to come off their eyes and their ears. Let the scales fall. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. I love them through you, Lord. They're yours. You love them. And I thank you um, for your word today. And... Um, Jesus name. Amen. Hey, you guys, the joy, the joy of the Lord, the joy of God, the power of God. Thank you. Tap the screen. I forgot to tell you guys to send hearts through. Thank you. Um, even when you're watching an archive, if you tap the screen on Periscope, uh, it'll send those hearts through and they accumulate. And eventually Twitter will be using those for um, some new program that they're starting. So send them through, send comments through, keep the comments clean. This is a Christian website. Um, broadcast I should say so you guys 
I'm here because I care about you. We are all people. We're all flesh and blood. We're all the same. Doesn't matter how old, doesn't matter what color, doesn't matter what gender. I'm on your side. I'm here because I love you through God. I want you free. I want you to see that God is here for you, fighting for you. He's fighting for you, not against you. He's not mad at you. He loves you. He wants to bless the socks right off of you, you guys. Really. Okay? So, joy, man. Power. I've got a sound mind. That's a beautiful thing. You can have it, too. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. See ya.